You oh. are severing. Hello, Mrs. Zach. Severing your I just, fi- figurative junk. Figurative your biblical traditional, junk. Traditional, traditional junk. Traditional junk. Traditional male junk. And I'm surgically implanting <laughs> progressive ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> Good, great, wonderful, getting better, and done. How's biking? Biking has been fantastic. Uh, you're, you're passionate about this. Man, I, I've been dreaming about it. Um, like Friday night, I was preparing to go on a 50-mile ride. Then Saturday morning, Friday night, I had a dream that I had finished the ride. And I was like, yeah, all right, sweet, I did it. And then I woke up. And it was still nighttime, and I'm like, oh, man, I got to ride 50 <laughs> miles today. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's it been good. It's fun. It's that, fun. That's rad. Yeah. You inspired me to get I on my little so. Costco bike and go <laughs> Your go wife's ride. Costco bike from <laughs> exactly. you know, 10 years ago? Or I ran into somebody a few days ago, and they're like, oh, hey, you got your little son's bike there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was emasculating. Yeah. That that bike, I don't know. I don't know if I'd if I'd want to ride that downhill. So far, so it's scary. Uh, yeah. It's really scary. Yeah, the brakes aren't aren't fantastic on the that. The brakes are pretty much gone. The, well, the brake. Yeah, I have one brake, and I <laughs> almost lost it uh, last week. You gotta just practice doing the trick where you put your your foot on the back tire. And kind of wedge it in between the tire and the frame <laughs> as a brake. Yeah, that's a last resort. Yeah. Or just bail. Or, <laughs> yes, bail early. It's it's scary in the mountains with a Costco bike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Costco. <laughs> Actually, it's not Costco. It's somebody's somebody's brand. I didn't even... It's blue and white. It's baby blue and white. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm cu- I'm right behind you. Come on, guys, wait up. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, you should get a road bike. <laughs> no, get they're expensive. Bike. No, well, they can be. They can be. They, but you can get mid fives. Mid fives. Mid fives for a good one. We just we just bought a couch for low low twos, so I can't buy a bike now for mid fives. Oh, well, what's more important? Think about it to before you fall answer. asleep while watching a movie on a nice, comfortable sofa. Did mm. you already have a couch? Yeah, it had fleas and hair and cigarette uh, smoke and from the kids. There was some other stuff in there. Not so sure <laughs> what it was, but we're like, okay, we've had it for a couple of years. I think, I think we've maxed out. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's probably better that you you went with that then. It was kind of busted in the middle somehow. Probably my kids like using it as a trampoline. And I don't know if I've brought this up before, but I sit down and I'm like, wow, the middle part is really firm. This is great. It's like a brand new couch. I I pick it up and there's a a piece of wood with termites and spiders, literally termites and spiders crawling out of the cracks of the wood. I'm like, who did, oh my gosh, my three-year-old went and got a piece of wood and, and hit it underneath here. Nope, nope. My wife's like, this will fix it. I'm like, you put a piece of wood? Did you look? You put it underneath the sofa. <laughs> it's got splinters, spiders, and like ticks oh, and man. termites. And yeah. So we're getting rid of it. It was donated to us anyway. We're kind of the on, we're poor, really poor. Yeah. People look after us. No, they're like the state. They do fine, but. They put that image out that they're poor, and then everybody at church gives them stuff. Free stuff for the What persons. else do you guys need? Love. Friendship. Mm. Well, that ain't free. How about, like, some spicy buffalo wings? Oh, That'd be cool. Yeah. Ten minutes? <laughs> they're cooking. Hey, guess what? That was great. <laughs> what? What, Jeff? Guess. Oh, I'm sorry, Zach. Did you have something to say? No. Guess what? What? I want to talk about somebody. 
that's in our presence. We have an honorary bro here. Um, can I call him the czar? You can call him whatever you want. I'm calling him the czar. Scott, are you okay with that? Hail. Hail the czar. I thought he, ch- yeah. I thought he just said hell. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that hell. Hail, czar. So, no, just the czar. And, uh, I see silent. I think. Yes. The czar. Like the teacher would know. He, the czar <laughs> is, he's amazing. He's more than amazing. Are we affirming the czar? Well, what about him is amazing? I don't, I don't know. Why don't you add to that? I, I would say his legs are not so amazing. That's not affirming. But upper body is, it's, he's decent. All right. It's my turn. What we're going to do. We're going to go clockwise. Okay. So Scott just went. Upper body's amazing. Okay. Well, I like where you're going with this. Let's do it. And whoever runs dry loses and has to do something stupid. Oh, this is great. Okay. He's got a jaw that cuts light well. (laughs) You can laugh out loud. Just no talking, (laughs) Zar. Laugh when I'm funny. He's got endless amounts of beautiful shoes. Uh, his hair is neatly kempt most of the time. We're talking about visible hair, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Pull your, you can pull your pants back up, Dave. All right, my turn. I'm still learning the rules of this game. <laughs> You're allowed to laugh. Uh, I guess it wasn't funny. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Dave, Czar. Sorry, I'll edit that out. Don't worry. I'll just bleep that out. Let's see. The Czar. He's got crow's feet. Is that the smile marks when your eyes smile? You smile so big. Czar smiles so big that it gets those wrinkles around his eyes. And he looks a little stoned, but it brings joy to my life. The most interesting man in the world stole his quotes. From Czar? Well, of course. That's who we're speaking of. Okay. I just like saying Czar now. (laughs) (laughs) The beard. Man, I just want to grab it. But he doesn't let it grow enough. It's the perfect amount that you can't grab onto. Or his wife. I'll accept you piggybacking off of my No, I'm not done. Oh, I'm okay. just adding, I mean, I'm yes-anding your affirmation. He is so positive, it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> you done? <laughs> Jeff's turn. <laughs> sorry, teacher's turn. Are we all going to do nicknames? No, we're not doing that. Oh, Don't sorry. give me a title. Okay. I am one of the three. Just, let's keep it at that. All right. Original bro. <laughs> the first of three. Is that what you're saying? No. Czar, he's here. I'm one of the three. You call yourself whatever the heck you want to call yourself, and that's Zach. One of the three. (laughs) I'm not the other two. Uh, (laughs) Jesus is proud of his generosity. And you know this because... I met Paul and John on the hill this week, and they forwarded the message. There's truth to that. Did you hear Peter's cock cry? (laughs) So ridiculous. All right, Scott. I love the King James. Uh, Man, your tan. Your tan is is there. (laughs) Are we still doing that? Yeah, that's a good thing. All right, yeah. Okay, there's a three-second limit now. He's got dimples for days. His chest is not soft. <laughs> but his butt is. Is that, your, is that yours, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was it. All right, I lose. I call time. <laughs> That's pretty good. So we have honorary bro. Hey, bro. Hi. Thanks for having me. No, you can't. Do that again. That sounded too good. No. You got you to gotta sound worse than all of us. <clears throat> I got to sound worse than all of you? Yeah. Of course. I don't know if I can Try do it that. again. Hi. David, the czar, Richie. Thanks for having me. That's better. I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't mean to be too perfect for you. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, Dave. I've been trying to uh, be a part of this for a while. 
But thank you. Honestly, it's a it's a pleasure that you're here. Pleasure's all mine. Excellent. David, it's really great to have you. <laughs> Scott? It's really great to be here. I would say that I am proud to be a part of this podcast now because you're now part of this podcast. I had to hold back tears when I heard you were coming. Uh, I'm crying a little right now. I had a nervous poo before I started recording. Mm. I was constipated because I was too nervous. <laughs> I think it's great you guys share so much. <laughs> Try to keep it real. That's, that's what you do. All right. Off the top, I'm going to have Dave give us how he is where he is in two minutes. I mean, that means you have two minutes to why you are the man you are today in two minutes. But first, I want to read some feedback. Is that okay with you guys? Hit it. All right. This is iTunes review. Five stars out of five. Pretty sure that's 105%. This is from R92692. I'm going to guess zip code. Yeah. says, don't miss an episode. Well, maybe the really early stuff. Thanks, R. That's a good thing. said, love the diverse opinions, great hearts, great and witty repartee. Suggestions? Fewer caveats. That's for Zach. Keep speaking your heart. That's for Jeff. Parentheses or mind, in Scott's case. Yeah, I was going to say that. And more cameos by Lisa, who happens to be my wife. That's for Lisa. You guys are awesome. So thanks, R92692. R92692. Thank you. So this episode is brought to you by Grayspace. Speaking of my wife, I'm just going to say check out Grace Space new podcast on iTunes. She's paying me later, guys. She can't pay you. Sorry. No, it is great. It was off the hook, that first podcast they, have two they did. Point and the second one. Two I, haven't episodes, heard the, I haven't heard the second one. Two episodes Really, you're behind. Focusing on stories and, and gleaning wisdom and uh, learning from people's stories. So it's great. All right. That promo's done. Dave. Yes. Two minutes. I'm starting the timer. <laughs> Who is Dave Ritchie? Uh, well, gosh, I don't know if I can handle this pressure. Dave's too much for you to handle, Dave. Who, who, who is Dave? Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> I got my audio for the beginning. You're right, I give that to you early. Um, who, who am I? What are you looking for? I don't know how to answer that. Humble beginnings. We just want to know who you are, Dave. <laughs> All right. You are an overseer. Okay. This is a I, little bit uncomfortable. I got half this group is overseers, overseers. at Mountain View Church. I, so I, you guys need to watch what you say. No, we don't. Well, okay. we only have to watch what we say if we are worried about the repercussions of what we say. But thank God you guys don't, don't care. You guys don't <laughs> give a shit concerned. about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but... Uh, yes, I am an overseer. I'm actually chairman of the overseers. Oh, well, Jeff, you better watch out what you say. That's why I I'm call him the czar. <laughs> I'm just here to watch uh, Jeff. But, um, well, I, uh, I grew up in the area. I've uh, been a believer all my South life. South Orange County. South Orange County, yes. And I was going to say that a lot of times when you guys are talking, you need to preface a lot of what you're saying a little bit more. Not preface the way you preface. Don't but, point at me. Sorry. But it, give a little more information. But, and no yes. criticism, so uh, continue. Sorry. Well, Scott did say I'm auditing this, so. That was just a joke off air. So continue. Okay. I'll edit it out. Every time you say that, you don't do it. That's right. <laughs> As Zach says, that's what makes it funny. That is what makes it funny. But uh, yeah, I've been a believer um, actually all my life. And um, I love serving. I love being uh, around friends and fellowshipping. I try to be real. I try not to be a poser too much of the time. But that sometimes happens, I guess. Would you call this... Fellowship or fellowship? Fellowship. What we're doing right now. Fellowship. Okay. No, this is definitely fellowship. Um, I have uh, a beautiful wife, Jenny, and three awesome kids, Cassidy, Slater, and Callie. And um, yeah, we're getting ready to go on houseboats with the church and um, chaperone that with my eldest. So this is... With Mountain View Church. This is stuff that's around you. Yes. Who are you? Who am I? Well, who do you think I am? This is so good. Don't try to go Scott on me. (laughs) Don't return questions to my questions. Okay, I I actually, I have a question for you. You mentioned, I try not, well, I try not to be a poser. So are there times where you get pulled into acting in a way that you normally wouldn't? I don't know if, okay, 
if we're getting real real here, I, I don't know that I'm acting the way I would normally, but I don't tend to express... I don't want to say this. He's starting to sweat. I am starting to sweat. No, I, you I hold You hold things tend, back? No, I don't tend to rely on other people. Okay. So actually what's been on my heart quite a bit is um, that I need to open up, but I, I need to not always think that if something doesn't, if I'm not involved in it, like I have to be there to make it work. I got to let it go and let people do what they're going to do and not be the person picking up the slack. And that makes sense. To be in control and letting go of the controls. You said you had to be there. Well, <clears throat> were you necessarily meaning in control or just being there to facilitate or whatnot? Yeah, not necessarily in control, but feel like that everything relies on me. Yeah. So trusting that things can get done, trusting that um, not relying on or, or relying on other people to do what they need to do. And not and sometimes that means not cleaning up situations that need to get you know cleaned up. Like sometimes people have to make mistakes and you know they have to serve those consequences of those mistakes and sometimes I have to let those happen. So whatever. So is that something you've gone through? It sounds like a, like just trusting that people are gonna do, do what they're gonna do. Right. Well, and it's not trust. I, I actually I'm I'm super. I'm probably overly optimistic. I'm probably the. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm very, very optimistic. I always... You know, no, you're great to be around because so you're always positive. But because of that, yeah, I tend to... I mean, even at golf, can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> but because of that, I always feel like yeah. anything's <laughs> possible. I'm horrible at golf, so I don't know what you mean by that. But Golf is just a metaphor for your theology. Oh, I don't get it. Well, you swing, you hit... Uh, terrible. No, I have no idea. <laughs> So it's just, it's just more so, it's not it's necessarily even trusting people. Like I trust people to do what they're going to do, but it's more of like maybe not saving people all the time as far as if something was a mistake, like they, you know, versus swooping in and handling whatever needed to be handled, I would allow that to happen and just not take the pressure on myself. <laughs> Is there somebody in your past, in your family that, or someone who's kind of spoken uh, in your life in regards to this kind of letting people go and I don't know how do you feel like you've made you've turned a switch or flipped a switch in regards to um, how you deal with people and when I say deal I mean uh, there may be like hey you got to do it this way or this way and, and you got to be there as opposed to what you're saying now which is I'm gonna let them go and I'm gonna let them be and if they mess up they mess up well is there a person that's spoken in your life regarding this? No, I wouldn't say. And actually, here's what it really comes down to: it's letting my yeses be yeses, my noes be noes, more so than anything. It's in the Bible. Because I'm a, a super people pleaser, so anyone that asks me to do anything, I will typically say yes to, which means I'm saying no to a lot of other things. He's also the world's best humble bragger. Well. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but so, but so, what that there's means irony is, there. We'll, we'll, yeah. when we, on the relay. So, uh, you know, I need to, I've been trying to really lean into that and know that it's okay to say no to certain things and that, you know, certain decisions have to be made. If someone's asking me for help over here, it's okay that uh, I don't go help that person because it may be more important or is more important for me home with my family. So there's a priority. You so said, my priorities right. are getting set appropriately. And it's easy to say no to certain things. Is there something in the oven we're supposed to check? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do I smell smoke? I wouldn't say easier, Jeff, but I'm working. It's a work in progress. All right. What, Is that uh, my two minutes? Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> what, what if you said no get, to... By the time I edit it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What, what have you said no to recently? Or what types of things are you saying no well, to I can't now tell you that, that Besides you would sex. not have? <laughs> I am holding out sex, yes. That, that <laughs> always save, works, I found. To save your energy for other things? Other things, yes. Yeah. But, I'm sorry, Scott. What was the question? Yeah, what, what types of things do you think you're saying no to now that you w weren't saying no to before? Well, a lot with my, my profession, my job. So I run my own company, customers calling all hours of the day. I get home. I'm not, I can't be there with my family because I'm answering emails or answering a phone call because of a customer. 
So now I get home and I'm really trying to just basically shut my phone off or over the weekends. And I work with my family, which is great and I love them. But because I work with my family, uh, access to me is a little easier. So I've, I now screen my family's calls. Sorry, mom and dad and <laughs> brother. But I screen my calls and because if it's work related, I don't want to deal with it on my time off with my family. So uh, I'm trying to be more um, conscious of that. Yeah, and you would, you would think, yeah, your family would understand that more than other people. But because they're family. Well, man, you know my brother. You know you want to buy high and se- no, you want to buy low and sell high. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I was. At, I was gonna ask. I about, read that somewhere. Yes. About your. Do you think your brother has kind of the same tendencies, where maybe not a people pleaser, but just always wanting to be involved? In, well, our whole in, family is. He is, also has dimples for days. Yeah. Is work, 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 work. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll play every once in a while, but we are very work oriented, being. You know, the entrepreneurs and stuff, it's like you when you're building your own business, it's you're at it nonstop. Yeah. And I don't think that they've had the boundaries that they should. Jordan's starting to get it. But my parents, unfortunately, don't really have the boundaries that they should. Well, and then now it's like they're set, I mean, in their ways, I guess. Yeah, it's too late for them. They're way too old. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> All right, so that's um, in your company. Uh, deck and railing solutions. So if you're in Southern California, Southern California, and you need deck or railing solutions, call me. Look up deck and railing solutions.com. Nice. So other than and that, though, get, I right. love hanging with you guys. I we, love being here. Thanks for having me. We get like 5% of all sales. Any that sale, I will give you a percentage. Yes. Okay. Nice. Give them the promo code. This deck for you. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Why is that funny? Promo code bros. All right. <laughs> Edit that out. So that's good. No, I will not. I'm proud. Circling back. So reviews, our podcast has been in the what's hot category of iTunes in the Christianity section. Now, granted, we're down the list a little ways. Not front page, but it's pretty cool. We are... Above Rethinking Hell by Chris Date, Rethinking Hell podcast. It's actually pretty good. It will make you rethink hell. Will it? Also, so we're hotter than Rethinking Hell. Suck at Rethinking Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and hell's pretty but, hot. But so. us three combined can't bench more than Chris Date, which no. is pretty sad. He would bench the three of us, I'm sure. Yeah. Especially since Scott's losing all his weight. And I can't bench for anything. Break that. But uh, we're below. We're below Ken Ham. We're below the Ken Ham Wow, podcast. I'm sure that that really irks you right now. And anybody that knows me at all... What are you going to do about that? Knows that pisses me right off. What irks you about Ken Ham? Well, Zach will probably wait about six days, and then he'll get really <laughs> pissed off. Well, if I don't get pissed off before <laughs> the seventh day... I, I definitely need to take care of business before the seventh day. So you can rest? Yeah. Unless these days are metaphorical and they mean the day-age theory, I could be pissed for God knows how long. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. He's the only one that knows. <clears throat> so speaking of Ken Ham, he opened that arc. That amazing, amazing, ridiculous, stupid arc. That's what Dave Ritchie said. Um, have you seen it? When are we going to? It looks impressive. Go, have you seen that thing, Dave? It. I have not seen it. We should go. We should go there. So Bill and I went to the opening. Oh, really? Bill and I went to the opening. There were cameras everywhere, and I just get the feeling that there is a Bill Nye. Bill Nye and Ken Ham are bosom buddies or something. They probably are pen pals. Something's going on because they were, they were really friendly. They had that debate, acting all angry at each other, but. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Scott. What, are you, what are you showing us there, Scott? Scott found a YouTube video that's titled Ken Ham's Big Ass Ark. It's got a gr- that's a good Photoshop, though. It's got a picture of the ark with Ken Ham's face. Transparent. Sla- slightly transparent, yeah. So did they find Noah? Well, they're still auditioning 
for Noah's. So Russell Crowe already played Ken Noah. Ham's got this arc. Bill Nye comes to it. And obviously, they just get Bill Nye is given Ken Ham more press than he deserves, in my opinion. And Bill Nye is getting the press that he craves. So, what do you think about that, Dave? What do you think about spending over a hundred million dollars to build a life-size, according to the Bible, according to biblical measurements, a life-size Noah's Ark? What What does he say? The reason for this is? Is he? Predicting something that is going to happen. It's a. Uh, I bet he's praying for something to happen. He's he's doing it as a testimony to the authority of God's word. So I it's, think it's what he basically like. You, uh, does that sound right, Scott? No, what? I'm sorry. It's the authority of God's word. Are you listening to that YouTube video? Yes, Scott. You son of a bitch. Turn that off. Okay, it's off. <laughs> is it like a uh, honor honoring what happened or an homage to the Lord? He believes that the testimony of the flood. Uh, I'm sure we'd all agree it's a type of, the, like it's a type of the gospel, right? Is that the right way to say it, Scott? Yes. Re- people getting redeemed, um, and saved. Yeah, it's talk in Peter it talks about that. Yeah, he's. I don't know what he's got this huge fascination with the ark and how that's a testimony to I think the authority of Is the like- Bible. Is it like a zoo? And he feels like it's going to draw people in and win people for the Lord. And all I hear, granted, this is in my bubble, my podcasting bubble, is a bunch of atheists that can't wait to go visit it to make fun of it. Are, are they actually That's having to- animals? Totally, totally anecdotal. I think they are going to have animals in there. I can, okay. I can check. And they have dinosaurs in the ark. Dinosaurs. Real dinosaurs. Real dinosaurs. And, and what does the Bible say about that? Nothing. So why does he have dinosaurs? Because if the earth is only 6,000 years old, then dinosaurs would have have to have been alive when humans were alive. And therefore, he would have brought a few different kinds, a few different pairs, enough to propagate dinosaurs diversely after the fact. Um, but he's got dinosaurs with human beings. Hmm. It's probably like, is, Noah one of the, is Seth one of the sons? Yes. Maybe Seth is riding one or Wait, taming one. Seth? I don't think Seth is a son. Is no, he? Seth. Wait, did Seth, Seth replace was, Cain or Abel? Yes. Uh, I don't remember. You guys didn't let me finish. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, it was Ken Ham's, Ken Ham's daughter. I don't remember. You know when Ken Ham was on the ark? Well, good thing you could have a computer no, for you. No, Zach says up. we can't look at the Bible oh, verses on You can't the check it up? Yeah. You were listening to it. You were watching a <laughs> YouTube video. You can do whatever you want. Seth, I just Seth prefer was you. the third I will, son. I will just say I don't know. I don't remember, but it could have I'm pretty sure. Either way, he's got but dinosaurs yes. in there, which is kind of a that's a thing that people make fun of. Oh, I don't want to go ahead. Oh, I, this just dawned on me. It's Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Yes. One of Noah's sons is Ham. Ken Ham. Boom. Yeah. Did you say that but before? Ham was no. the first name, not the last name. Ham. Um, go ahead. What if Ken Ham's real first name is like... Ham Ham? It's, <laughs> is, so no, his la- I'm sorry. His last name, he, he's like Ken Ken or Ken John. Ken Johnson. He's like, crikey, I need a biblical name. <laughs> and How about it? Ham. Ham? I could have. It, it'd be tough to be called a yeah, Johnsonite instead of a... Hamite. So he spent a hundred million dollars on this ark, and he's gonna give or take a few. And he million. wants to allow people to come. And he got public assistance with the money or tax breaks. He did a kickstart, which was up uproared, caused yeah. an uproar. Friendly animals in the zoo. So there is a zoo. Is there a petting zoo? It's a two-way petting zoo. So d- d- is is there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, old office joke. Not my office. The office. They would never. Never mind. I think. Um, well, I guess if if it brings glory to the Lord, then I'm all for it. So political. <laughs> so political. I don't know enough about it to uh, really give an opinion. I guess. Thank you, Czar. Off, off the bat, it sounds a little. The Czar always has an opinion. Okay, as the Czar has spoken. Czar's opinion. I think he just said it, right, I th- and I I, I I would tend to agree with the Czar. I think I don't know that we would any of us could disagree if in fact it gives glory to God 
We're all for that. My question would be, his motives is, is it for the glory of the Lord? Or is there, what's the other motive behind it? Yeah, and I don't want people to look around my finances and start nitpicking how much money I spend on beer. Or yeah, how but much you, didn't, money, you didn't use public money. How much money I kickstarted for beer or how much money I crowdfunded for whiskey or, or pot, anything like that. I don't need people looking into... How much money did you spend on pot? How much money I spent on ecstasy. That's not something I need people looking into. So I, far be it from me to criticize who, how somebody else is spending their money. But, but I have a hard time with how much was spent. It just feels like such a waste. It was a hundred million part of that dollars. What if one person comes to the Lord because of the Ark Encounter, Zach? How would you feel? Specific, they come to the Lord specifically because of that. Okay, so $100 million per saved soul. We could do this. I mean, how much does the government spend on? Well, but what would the Lord? The Lord would say, doesn't, well, yeah. Priceless, my child. What's monetary? <laughs> yeah, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I think there's... You, and the hills. He, he owns the hills, There's a more efficient too. means to uh, disciple people. Part of that, admittedly, is because I hate the way he reads the Bible. So, so this, do you, do you kind so of feel I do like, have an axe to grind? Do you feel like this is the Ken Ham show? You know, actually, I think there's a 33% chance that inside he's like, well, shit. Wait, that was kind of Scottish. How do I do Australian? Scott, I need you to do Australian accent. What am I supposed to say? Just, just channel your uh, crocodile hunter. Crikey. Crikey. I can't do it. You say crikey. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't think Wallaby. there's a 33% chance he doesn't believe what he says and that he he's become an old earth uh, evolutionary biologos type that just has this monstrosity he's built behind him. I think with any big industry built on a specific thing, whether it's a ministry or an environmental cause, you can't interpret data that comes in against you as actually being against you. Everything has to be filtered. So I think there's a small chance, a small chance, less than half, which is kind of big actually, that he doesn't believe what he actually says. But that's just my fun mind experiment. So where do you think he got the idea of building a $100 million arc? Do you be. want to say that a little louder? Or? It's the doctrine of demons. Okay. He was, I don't know, there's more beer here. Anyway, I was just looking for an opinion on the money. Scott, do you have a problem with hop, the money? Hop rod, rye. With the uh, the hundred million? Yeah, even though you, you're um, sympathetic to the conservative interpretation of Genesis one, and that's not what I want to focus on today. I, but. well, hundred million is a lot of money. Uh, there was a cross story uh, in Texas. I don't know, a couple months ago. I think we talked about it on the the podcast. I I think it was about a million dollars that they were going to spend on putting up a huge cross in, I want to say Corpus Christi, but somewhere in Texas. Um, and I was kind of like, a million dollars is a lot of money to put on on some, uh, you know, some monument. Um, with the, with the, the Ark Encounter, yeah, 100 million is obviously, I don't know, about 100 times more than... Is that what it's called? The Ark Encounter. Ken Ham's big-ass Ark Encounter. Good <laughs> 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 uh, But, so yeah, 100, 100 million is a lot of money. Uh, this does have the potential of recouping those funds. Because they charge. Because they're going to charge. Um, yeah, money, money, any money we spend could always go to missions. Uh, I don't know. I, it's a lot of money, but... In the grand scheme of things, like I at projects at work, I'm like, oh, this this project's only two hundred thousand dollars, huh. big deal. Trap in the pocket. Yeah, pocket change. And and yeah, that's like, a, it's it's just it's kind of relative to the. We're pretty warped in America when it comes to money and consumerism, anyway. Yeah, I let I let the water run for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, we're in a drought. That's Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com for the water shamers out there. What do you think, Jeff? I don't have much to say on this topic. Okay, moving on. 
Excellent. Tim LaHaye died. No, he did not, did he? Tim LaHaye died today. Do you know that name, Jeff? That went in a different direction. Really? (laughs) Are you serious? In fact, that's how happy Dave the Czar Richie's demeanor is, is that he took a break from mourning to show up at this podcast. He was 90? He was 90. I couldn't believe that either. Wow, that's a lot of dye in that hair. That's from like 20 years ago, I think. But yes. There's some older pictures. He wrote Left Behind with Jerry Jenkins. And like 12 books. How many books? A lot. A lot of books. Left Behind. That's that biblical movie you watched once, Jeff. People just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. They were on a plane. He actually got the idea when he was on a flight and he witnessed the pilot flirting a married pilot according to his ability to conceive conceive that. Because of ring. Whatever. Flirting with a flight attendant. And so he thought his mind was drawn to the rapture. What if the rapture happened right now? What would happen to that pilot who's in sin? And of course, the book, I'm not sure if it opens with it, but one of the stories when the rapture happens is a pilot flying, like flying a plane when the rapture happens. So what would happen? Well, the pilot, the pilot in the movie. Well, nothing because there's no rapture. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) well, and it's Nicholas Cage, but Nicholas Cage, (laughs) Nicholas, Dave, you're an overseer. I'm gonna play the tape back. Please do. I can't do that right now. I'll do it later. (laughs) (laughs) Let's check that. Sorry, Scott. Totally derailed. It's it's not important. I want to know what you're going to say. What are you going to say, Scott? I'm going to say in the movie, the, the pilot was cheating on he his was. wife. Well, I just wanted to bring it up because he was an icon to... How many of you guys are fundamentalists here? Can you define fundamentalist? I will say... In two gonna, minutes or less. Okay, Google. Define fundamentalist. Fundamentalism, a form of a religion, especially Islam or Protestant Christianity, that upholds belief in the strict, literal interpretation of Scripture. That's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, I know yeah. you used to think that you, or you... He used to think that he no, was. You were, Zach, you, you were, would consider yourself a fundamentalist. Kind of. Not in the sense, yes, in that definition, before. yes. Before, okay. Some some fundamentalism is like no dancing or singing or right. anything in church. But right now, do you dancing, think you playing music? Whatever. Do you think you are? Oh no. Okay, Scott. God no. I mean, I'm sorry. Gosh, no. golly no. Golly gosh, Scott. Thank you for respecting the name of the Lord. <laughs> do you, do, would you consider yourself a fundamentalist? According to the de- that de- 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 definition. <laughs> definition. That, uh, that definition. Yes, I will. Yeah, I'll accept that. Okay, so you're the one, Jeff. I don't know what your question was, but I'm following Christ, and that's that's that. He was definitely a fundamentalist. <laughs> no, he. he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he made his own rules. Actually, so no creed, but Christ. Is that your creed? Is Christ your creed? <laughs> when you say creed, I start thinking about the Catholic Church just a little bit. I know, so you would never say no creed but Christ. I'm going to go with my... (laughs) That's a nice try, though. Can you state your answer in the form of a question? Who is Jeff following? (laughs) No, that's the question. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Wait. Wait. No, wait. Hi, Jesus. (laughs) I'm coming. (laughs) So the question is... Would you consider yourself a fundamentalist? Pretty strict, literal reading of the scriptures and following uh, that. I'm going to... I don't know really why I need to he take... He doesn't know the scriptures, so... He okay. Wow. Uh, one overseer to wow. another. Wow. The, is yeah, there the, somewhere in there where taming the tongue is uh, an important he's part? Your, no he's, your, here, so. he's your chief overseer. Just, just no. We're, I'd be careful. We're going there. Please do. <laughs> I will not answer the question of am I a fundamentalist because wherever it falls, I'm following Christ. I'm all in. I listen to God, and that's where I go. And whatever that is for everybody else on the planet, so be it. But for me, that's just what it is. 
Okay. But that would be a no. Probably not. I mean, yes. It, probably it, not. Probably not, yes. To, but no. <laughs> and I just want everybody to know. No to you. Everybody that's listening right now, I'm, I'm a spectator in this. I speak, and then the three of them are like hitting baseballs back and forth all over the place. Yeah. It's, I love it. It's just home runs. Yeah. 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 So you don't believe in the Bible. Is that? I did. He didn't say that. No. I don't believe he in the Bible say, either. But he didn't say that he didn't believe in the Bible. Yeah. Jeff is a unique individual that I am slightly jealous of because he almost doesn't give a shit. Actually, you don't give a shit when it. When it, now, let me. Well, finish. what kind of shit are we talking about? <laughs> he doesn't give. Okay, when Scott and I are talking, you get little glimpses, the listener on this podcast, of Scott and my conversations, our our battles we've been having, and they're healthy battles, I will say. And there's no one else I would rather do battle with than Scott, because I'm trying to change that jerk. Turn him into a progressive. I was about to say thank you, but <laughs> no, but and and Jeff will just check out when we're talking about whatever theological issue. Jeff couldn't give two shits about and what we're talking about. And he's out. Which I love. <laughs> I love that about you, Jeff, because you just care about people. And if you do have a question somebody brings to you, you you know who to ask. And uh, so I, I kind of envy that. So a would you bit. say Jeff's enlightened? Lie. He's what? Enlightened. In some ways, yes. In some ways, people like Scott and myself, me, a former fundamentalist who's exploring a lot and pushing the boundaries with everything, and but constantly wanting to reject what was old and just because it was old. And then Scott, who's who's in that place of pretty conservative stuff and so we get hung up on these bible passages and what they actually mean and jeff's like how does that actually apply to how i'm gonna go talk to this homeless guy or whatever and so you have that muscle jeff and i appreciate that about you i didn't mean to compliment you tonight in fact i'd never want to compliment you on this show so enjoy that (laughs) thank you i was wondering where that came from but i'm sure you can edit that out oh i will (laughs) (laughs) where does Dave, I believe you asked that question. Did you? Where does the czar stand? Yeah, I can't answer that. And, okay, then no. I uh, no, I'm not a fun, fundamentalist. So did that question? Were you just? You, did you want to do a follow up to that, or or you just? I'm just asking. curious if um, you seem to be bothered, or not bothered. But so why is he's, his, lo- he's why looking is right his, at Zach, Zach, by the why way, why is his passing such a big, oh, I brought it up cause he is an icon for dispensational views of scripture, which is heavy on pretty fundamental, literal reading of right. scripture and, and the pre-tribulational rapture and pretty all of revelation is yet to come. And basically reading themselves into a lot of the Bible, I think applies to the actual people of the time, a lot of it, most right. of it. And I guess that's why. I so, and I up. came out of that, yeah. I came out of that. So it's, he was a fascinating guy. I, I read like the first four books in like two weeks from a guy. I'm dyslexic, so I couldn't read very well. And I just, I couldn't get enough. I mean, that was it. Hey Zach. I was waiting for the rapture. Break that. Okay. Broken. Break your dyslexia, Zach. Well, so I think that's why Dave? I brought it up because I think in your podcast, and I'm I'm an avid listener, that um, it's become very. <laughs> Dave. What's going on over there? <laughs> what was that, Jeff? You guys can't hear that, but wow. They might hear it. Like, sh- <laughs> <laughs> why is it so funny? I'm an avid listener. Should I not enjoy the podcast? Well, let him get over here and it's like, speak to that. I'm not only a pres- I'm not only the president of Men's Circle, <laughs> but I'm a user. <laughs> well, no, but, but I'm a client. But my point being is the fact that I've been listening and it's you know, and knowing you for so long that seeing your progression from he's talking to me, Zach. To Zach, I'm talking to Zach. That 
being, I, I could see your change from being a fundamentalist to where you're at now is actually pretty refreshing. Really? And I think we kind of had the same. Scott, are you hearing this? I'm, I'm about to throw up. <laughs> so, so wait, so Scott, how long have you been a believer? I am. Wait, is this your show? I'm sorry. What's I'm... happening right now? Go ahead, Scott. Answer the question. Pretend I asked it. <laughs> I, man, 98, 99? I think 99. So I'm like. So how old were you when you became a believer? 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. So I can identify with you, Zach, because I grew up in the faith and I kind of always was there and I was, you know, was always part of, of my upbringing. So I think when you come from a background of that, you tend to be maybe more prone to f- the fundamental, funda, funda, something or other. Fundal animals. <laughs> Dyslexia. <laughs> the fun- I, I heard you. Yeah. Uh, I was, well, that's a good, that's a good point be, because what, and I've kind of thought about this, Zach, um, in thinking about you and your transition, if I can call it that. It's an interesting word for these this uh, day yeah. and age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would my transition name be? Where you're, cut, what, you're what, cutting what off. What am I going to give myself? You are severing. Hello, Mrs. Zach. Severing your I fi- just, figurative junk. Figurative biblical traditional, junk. Traditional, traditional junk. Traditional junk. Traditional male junk. And I'm surgically implanting progressive ovaries. <laughs> well, I can. Oh, that's a show up I right can now. drink to that. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I don't. Okay, I'll let you finish what you're about to say. Something really nice about me, but uh, I don't like. Labels are fine. I don't consider myself anything necessarily, but if you had to put me on the spectrum where one end is fundamentalist and the other end is nothing is literal, you know, flaming liberal, theologically, I'm probably not all the way to flaming liberal, but I'm somewhere in that in between somewhere. I don't know. But to a, to a con- super conservative person, I'm going to sound really liberal or progressive and probably in a lot of things to a super liberal person, I would sound more conservative, which I think is where yeah. I want to be or it feels more comfortable. But in your walk, you're growing. Please don't use Christianese, Dave. Don't ever what? say that to me again. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> my walk. In your, yeah, but my in your walk, you, in your journey. In this season I'm in. This evolution. <laughs> this is where you're at. Thank you. So the question is, will Scott progress past where he's at right now? Okay, that's a different question. So are, are you implying that where he is is bad and he needs to get Not better? at all. Yeah, I know. Will, will I progress from where I am? Yeah. I could I could take that a couple of different ways. Can I rephrase I'm it? I'm going to infer. Yes. I'm going to infer. Oh, nice. Jeff, hear this. Oh, Scroll. hello. I'm going to infer that. Scott inferring. Dave, only because you're a guest. I'm not going to infer if they say something. Just but remember, you, okay. I'm going to infer that you, by progressing my walk, you're not meaning that where I am now, I can't get better in my walk. I don't know how I, I can I, infer <laughs> anything from what you just I said. Can't, that I can't uh, grow. No, you. And that my growth he's does asking, not. Are you going to grow? My growth does not have to include a change in doctrine. Correct. Okay. So I, I think I will grow. Yes. Now, will my doctrine change? Can, can, can that you, I don't know. Can you appreciate where Zach is now? Um, I appreciate that he thinks, and I'm just, I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm just saying I appreciate that he thinks he's taking the Bible more seriously now than he has before. I agree with that 100%. 105%. That Scott just said that. <laughs> Did that just happen? <laughs> That's why I brought up Tim, Le- Tim LaHaye to circle way back. <laughs> now, for the record, um, because I heard Tim LaHaye being counted as a fundamentalist as well, and I wouldn't, dis- I wouldn't disagree with that, but me identifying myself probably more with literal, more literal interpretation, um, I am not a, a pre-trib rapture person. 
or 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 a dispensationalist. So I disagree a lot with he's a hybrid with the uh, disagree yeah disagree a lot a lot with Left Behind series. All right, and dispensationalism. So where is heaven? <laughs> when? <laughs> when is heaven? No, well. Depend, Dave, depend, where Dave, you should where? be on our podcast more yeah. often. I really like your queries. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Dave, you put the queer in query, but the, I appreciate the that. question of where is heaven might depend on when you're talking about. Yeah, well, I don't want to open that can of worms <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's a great conversation, but um, Zach, can I ask you one question sure. real quick? I will allow it. Who would you rather throw into the lake of fire? Ken Ham or Donald Trump? Actually, I'm glad you asked. Can I alter your question a little bit? Yes. So I think we're going to give out our first ever Bless Your Heart Award tonight. Oh, wow. And this is, this is the rules. It's somebody that gets to heaven either in the future or who knows, Tim LaHaye they just might, died. Yeah, they might get annihilated first. <laughs> But somebody goes to heaven and they walk in the door. Here comes the participant ribbon over their head. It says, bless your heart because everything is revealed to them and they realize how off the mark they were with their specific belief that they knew was so true. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is just like, hey, bro, bless your heart. And they're just like, ah, I was so off. (laughs) So Tim LaHaye, is that what the question? Donald Trump? Yeah. Who would get the bless your heart award? That's a different question. What was Lake, your question? Lake of Fire. <laughs> Who would get thrown into Lake of Fire? Lake of Fire. Donald Trump or... Or Tim LaHaye. Oh, t- I thought it was Ken Ham. Ken Ham. Ken Ham. Yes, I'm oh. sorry. Ken Ham, yes. Because they're both still alive. Okay. So I'm going to alter this a little bit. Our, our friends, our podcast friends, and Glorious Pastors have this tradition. At the end, they fire somebody into the sun. At the end of every episode, they fire somebody into the sun. So I would fire Ken Ham into the sun. But I think they've already done that. Before Donald Trump? Before Donald Trump, wow. yeah. What's, what's, what Man, stinks, really this creation. is nothing against Ken <laughs> Ham. What stinks is how long it takes to get to the sun, so you really wouldn't be able to enjoy. No, he's still heading that direction. Either. Well, the sun could, could really only be about 30,000 miles away. Um, YouTube it. Anyway, moving on. I agree. What? So Scott's a flat earther, What in the too. heck is going no, on? Nobody listening is going to be surprised that Scott just dropped a flat earth argument reference into, right? That's flat earth, right? Yeah. And I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even believe in the flat earth. My physics say, are wet. just got wet. But I'm just saying mathematically it's possible. Possible. But is it probable? I don't know. Are there any real pictures of the earth from outer space? Oh, yeah. There were 10,000 that came out today. Well, 10,000 photos, no, including the earth. I said real. Are there any real photos? So you don't think there's satellites? Moving on. Uh, they could be, but they're flying in low Wow, earth. that was so Fox CNBC right there. Low, <laughs> low earth orbit. He was a gang member. Moving on. Wow. We, this... If you want to talk about this, I have some inside knowledge. Okay. We, this but podcast we don't... has so much range right now. You know what? We're, at an, we're almost at an hour. Um, oh, man. I so need to ask Dave a question. It's at B12. Dave. Yes, sir. The czar. What do you feel, or sorry, not feel, what are your beliefs or thoughts on women in leadership roles in church? I'm all for it. I think that um, there are, are strong men and women that are put in places to serve in different ways, and if one of their places to serve is on an overseer board or pastoring a church i don't see that's a problem are there biblical verses for the time yes okay for now no so do you think the bible can change over time do i think the bible can change in the interpretation i don't think the interpretation of the bible changes but i think that the application of it is different i think if someone is is talking about the bible from that time, it doesn't necessarily apply to today's time. Yeah, I would say, I would say too, the interpretation might change if new scholarship is discovered, 
which that stuff happens a lot that reveals the background, not just biblical, but the surrounding peoples that so can shed light on yeah. why Paul might have been writing these things to right. these specific people. Additional information may change the interpretation. Right. So, Scott, you don't agree. Now keep in mind... I did not ask the question. Yeah. yeah Scott, but Scott is so behaved right now. I love this. <laughs> we, Scott, feel free to come in with the sledgehammer anytime. Dave, <laughs> do you... So, do you think it's an injustice in the world that in the church, there are plenty of churches, Christian churches, that they believe uh, women, women do not belong in a position in a church where they're overseeing men? I mean, do you think that's, uh, that's not right, considering your beliefs? Or do you think it's for each church? Aren't they to also decide? overseeing women too? Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't tell that church that they're doing something wrong. Right. Just for my beliefs, though, I don't. I. <laughs> what just happened, Jeff? Jeff, <laughs> I got some bad pizza crust. There's <laughs> a little burn on the backside. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Um. I don't feel that it would be a problem for our church. Why is and that? I don't I don't have a problem. There's something built. Okay, there's something yeah. built in to our church. And what is it that you can just say, "Oh yeah, that would it's a no-brainer easily. Woman if she has that gift would be in the role of overseer if that's where she was called and and everybody would be just fine with it." So our church, Mountain View, um, since our, we're, we're, our tagline is kind of home for the wanderer, rest for the weary, and Pastor Todd a lot of times says that, you know, he, he, is, he is not as interested on arguing about opinions as it is just focusing on Christ. I don't know. I think that women can add a lot of structure and opinions, and I don't know why, you know, Perspective. perspectives and yeah. And why we would limit that? But you would, so would you have a problem or not have a? I guess would you not have a problem with another church? Maybe let's just say if Scott happened to go to another church uh-huh. that was uh, a little more conservative, and if all of a sudden a woman gets promoted to leadership, it would freak people out. And so they don't do that at that church, right? As kind of a policy, because of that context, do is I that have- somewhere you would like be like, you guys need to change? No. I, I wouldn't. Okay, now I'm going to bring in the reliever, Scott. Go ahead. <laughs> they just actually, they just tagged each other. Araldus. What's happening right now? You call me Araldus. <laughs> Did you pick him up? No. no. Did someone drop him? I don't know. I got to check. <laughs> fantasy, fantasy baseball, baseball people. <laughs> this fantasy baseball update brought to you by Blue. Um, okay, uh, Dave, I appreciate your heart. Yeah, oh, this is such a setup. <laughs> Here we go. Can you do this in like but two or three minutes? But yes. you're fired. Okay, yeah. go. Okay, talking about differences of, of belief. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're more talking about differences of, of opinion. Okay. When you, when, okay, in the church, um, you know, that's like differences of opinion, I, th- I think is what you're referencing because you can have someone in the same culture, even because you're, you're putting a cultural... The, the cultural background is important to how the scripture would be interpreted. So someone even in the same culture, though, could have a different uh, interpretation or, or application of what the scripture is saying. So I find that a little interesting. It sounds like with women in leadership yes, that you're more concerned about people hearing about the gospel. And so if that is in a specific place or group where it's more effective... There's, there's not a woman for that job, and that's fine with you. But if it's a t- church like, say, Mountain View, where if they got it, bring it, man, woman, whatever. Yeah, I, I think the Lord's going to put... So the priority is not on the specific details or quibbling over those rules. It's getting people to the cross. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't can think I, any yeah. of us would disagree with that. Can I, can I ask a question about, about the rules? Because you mentioned rules as well, and I'm pointing, pointing right at you, Dave. Uh, but you mentioned rules and Czar, please. <laughs> sorry, Czar. <laughs> 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 but uh, Paul Paul talks about 
um, this, this is, I, I write these things so that you will know how to conduct yourself in the church. So I, 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 would, I would look at it differently than, than saying, um, you know, do you want to you bring people to Christ or follow a set of rules? I, I, it, it seems that uh, that that dichotomy was kind of set up. Maybe maybe it wasn't. But if I, only he would have said so that you and all believers for all of time would know how to conduct yourselves. In yeah. Church. So something that that I that if I only. wrestle is that I wrestle with is is if Paul's saying I write these things so you know how to conduct yourself in the assemblies or when you assemble together. That's something that that I wrestle with because. It, like this is the, that's the only those are the only references to how we should conduct ourselves when we assemble together. There there are, there are no other references. We don't know how to assemble together. I mean that, that that's when he's that's when he's talking about it. So that's just something that I wrestle with. Okay. Um, and guess yeah. what? We're gonna give grace to you. Mm, man, that was, I gotta stop. That was fantastic. That I know. Too bad I'm already saved. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Don't judge me. Don't judge me, Dave. Hey, Pastor, if you hear this, shoot Scott into the sun. (laughs) Yes. That'd be fantastic. That'd be my... No, I'm It's a short trip. I love you, Scott. (laughs) 30,000 miles. All right, well... Feet? Dave, I think it's safe to say you'll be back on, and we'll try not to wait to bring up the hot button issues to five minutes before we're done. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Oh, sorry. sorry. I had to eat the whole time, so I apologize. Oh, real but, quick. Dave had a beef about a previous episode regarding guns. Oh. Do you want to say that I, real I quick for the I record? I didn't have a beef. He wants just... to clarify <clears throat> the gun. John Chapman was talking about the gun show loophole. Yes. Clarify. Which is which is big in the media. And most, you know, there's federal law, which is what he's talking about. And most states have their own law, which supersedes it. So in California... And most other states, you have to go through an FFL, so a licensed dealer, to even purchase. Even for used guns? Even for used guns. There are a few free states, and I'll just say free because they, they, they go to the federal, probably like Arizona, Texas, stuff Utah. like those. Utah. Where, you, where the federal law is the only law. And, they, don't, uh, they don't add on to and it. They don't add on to it. But here in California and most other states, you do have to go to an FFL or licensed dealer to transfer your firearms, even at a gun show. So, just so clarification. You, so you can't walk into a gun show without ever having interacted and pick up a gun and walk out of the gun show with it. Well, could you? Yes. But are you... Legally. Legally, no. Okay. Yeah. I could I could leave with Jess Volvo yes, right so, now. So would, you sell a gun, would you sell a gun to my daughter, Aubrey? No. You wouldn't? Could you? I though? would not. What's the matter with her? Yeah, you don't she think she's not responsible enough? You have to be a certain age. You don't want you women to own gun? guns. What you kind have of to be country? Are, to own a gun. What kind of country are we living in? Yeah, how you come have to be a certain <clears throat> age to own a gun? Oh my gosh! I'm out of here. Can can I go into Liber Liber Libertad Liberland? But you know, they only talk about outlying stuff just so they can boost sales. Yeah. There, yeah. he, had, he put his tinfoil hat on, guys. All, all of the <laughs> all the shootings in America. Actually, Obama mentioned yeah. that in one of his speeches. He's like, look, more guns have been bought since <laughs> I've been in office. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. Because I keep threatening everybody outlaws. freaks the freak in out. In his mind, he, he might actually and think. Background that, checks. No, he's smarter than that. All right. Well, that's awesome. Jeff, close us out. Where can people find us? At uh, brosbiblesbeer.com slash Twitter, underscore UK. Twitter at brosbiblesbeer. Facebook.com slash brosbiblesbeer.com. <laughs> <laughs> Remember um, to rate your bros on oh, iTunes. Yeah. That's how this thing gets out. We've got great reviews. Rate it. Really appreciate it. Dyslexic, guys. Uh, really appreciate it. I think I can see <laughs> Russia right now. <laughs> All right, bless your heart award. First one goes to Tim LaHaye because he just got to heaven. Bless his heart. He got the medal. He just got to heaven. He got the medal and he's realizing, man, my eschatology was fucked up. I hope he's <laughs> listening right now. <laughs> he may uh, haunt you. I, Scott's not a part of that. I, yeah. So next time Scott is wow. giving out the bless your heart award. 
next podcast. Does it have to be someone who died? No. Oh. It could be in future. Uh-oh. Somebody somebody you disagree with now that will get it in the future. <laughs> you that might be all three of us. Yeah, I already have my person. All right. Good, because it's in about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Zark. Um...